Jeremiah chapter 15, verse number 1. Then said the Lord unto me, Though Moses and Samuel stood before me, yet my mind could not be toward this people, cast them out of my sight, and let them go forth. Now, when God's talking about casting you out of his sight, that's a serious thing. And it shall come to pass, if they say unto thee, Whether shall we go forth? Then thou shalt tell them, Thus saith the Lord, Such as are for death to death. Now it's getting more serious. And such as are for the sword to the sword. And such as are for the famine to the famine. And such as are for captivity to the captivity. And I will appoint over them four kinds, saith the Lord, the sword to slay, mm. the dogs to tear, and the fowls of the heaven and the beasts of the earth to devour and destroy. I don't know about you, but that's serious words. And I will cause them to be removed unto all kingdoms of the earth because of Manasseh the son of Hezekiah, king of Judah, for that which he did in Jerusalem. Now I want you to see something there. God is talking rough to you Christians, you want to say, call it that, Jerusalems. Think about why. He said because of what he did. Now listen, for who shall have pity upon thee, O Jerusalem? Or who shall have bemoaned thee? Or who shall go aside to ask how thou doest? <laughs> we, we mentioned that earlier in the service, didn't we? Thou hast forsaken me, saith the Lord. Thou art gone backwards. Therefore will I stretch out my hand against thee. Notice what he said against thee and destroy thee, I am weary with repenting. Chris, that's the blessing. God, help us right now, Father. Amen. Now as you take your seat, turn back in Jeremiah chapter number 10. Let's start in verse number 1. Hear thee the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. How many times through the scripture has God told us to hear? Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen. I believe a lot of churches is going that way. And be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. Now notice what he said. For the customs of the people are vain, for one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fashion it with nails and with hammers, that it, notice it, move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must need be bore because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them. Hello? For they can not do evil, neither also is it in them to do good. Are you with me? 
For as much as there is none like unto thee, O Lord, thou art great, and thy name is great in might. Who would not fear thee, O King of nations? For to thee doth it pertain, for as much as among all the wise men of the nations and all the kingdoms, there is none like unto thee. But they are altogether brutish and foolish. The stock is doctrine of vanities. Silver spread under plates is brought from Tarsha and gold from Euphra. The work of the workmen of the hands of the founder. Blue and purple is their clothing. They are all the work of cunning men. But the Lord is the true God. He is a living God, an everlasting king. At his wrath the earth shall tremble, and the nation shall not be able to abide his indignation. We may say amen. God has given some stern words in these scriptures that I read in your hearing. Now if you'll turn back, if you will, in Jeremiah chapter number 3, and just stay with me there just a little bit around verse number 14. I began to study and think on these things today as in Jeremiah here, Israel was playing the part of a harlot. Whoring. That's a harlot, isn't it? I believe America is playing that part right now. As long as man can fashion it, We'll worship it. I mean, they can put up a knot on a tree log and somebody will worship it. They can bring a frog in, somebody will worship it. It, it, America, and I've talked to a couple this week and last week about this subject, seems like the smarter they say we're getting, the dumber we are. Oh, they say knowledge is increasing in Dublin every day. Well, how come people are getting dumber than a rock every day? We see here in chapter 3 and in verse number 14, he said, Turn, O backsliding children. Well, if it is impossible to backslide, why did he put that in the Bible? I've had people over the years say, You can't backslide once you get saved. Well, this scripture says you can. Saith the Lord, for I am married unto you. <laughs> Uh, stay with me a minute. <laughs> you can't get a divorce from this one. When God declared marriage, it's marriage unto death, ain't it? Now stay with me. You can walk away from that marriage. You can turn your back on that marriage. You can deny that marriage. But according to God, you're still married. And if you go after other gods, you're a whoring. Amen. People don't like that. This ain't popular preaching. Stay with me. He said, I will, notice this, married unto you, and I will take you one of, the, of a city and two of a family, and I will bring you to Zion. Notice what he said. Now listen, verse 15. And I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. They don't want 
knowledge and understanding, Chris. They want a sideshow. That's what the world's looking for in the churches now, sideshow. If they can stand on their head and gargle bees uh, and turn cartwheels and uh, dye their hair purple and fire shoot out their fingertips uh, and smoke out of the corners and strobe lights and all this, then he must be of God. If he's got a congregation <laughs> of thousands, he's got to be of God, right? Well, how many was against the prophet of Baal? There wasn't but one, was there? How many prophets of Baal was there? 450 according to the word, right? Now think about that. Think about all that was going on. 450 are crying out and one lone soul. How many verses was it before he is hiding in a cave? How many verses was it before he said, I'm the only one left? Thousands hadn't bowed their knee what the Lord said. But Jeremiah was trying to tell Israel in this scripture, you've gone whoring. A man goes out and cuts a tree down, comes in, carves a little thing, hangs a little gold and silver on it, and they're bound down to worship it. It stands there, it can't talk, it can't move, it can't walk, and you're worshiping it. And the true and living God, which is alive, which is healing, which is walking, which is talking, which is showing up here and there and everywhere, we don't want to worship Him. The God that has created everything we know, and the Bible said even the heavens declare His glory, but no, we'd rather have... (laughs) Let me get off on drugs just a minute. We'd rather take drugs from a high school dropout that made it with brake fluid and mothballs than to worship God. Hello! I'm telling you the truth tonight. You'll go spend your money to buy things like that to put in your body, knowing that it's killing you, and you're worshiping that, and you know you are because all your time, all your thought process is how I can get another fix. What can I do to get a dollar? To give to my God so my God can give me a high. Chris, I'm glad my God can give you a high. your thing. Don't make you sick. It ain't killing you. No, it's bringing you life and life abundantly. But Jeremiah's trying to tell the folks here, listen, you need to hear. You need to do. You need to listen. Stay with me. I got a lot to say tonight. Oh, I'm long-winded. I know it. Chapter 4, verse 1. He said, If thou wilt return, O Israel, saith the Lord, return unto me. And if thou wilt put away thy abominations out of my sight, then shalt thou not remove. Listen, you know the trouble. Something's a humming up here. We'll put it out of our sight. But there ain't but one way to get it out of God's sight. Repent of it. That's the only way you ever get it out of God's sight. Because when you repent of it, God throws it in the sea of forgetfulness, never to be remembered no more. Right? And it's out of His sight. But we'll take it home, stick it in a drawer. We'll put it in a glove box. We'll put it out in the shed where nobody else sees it. We go get it when we want it, right? Right. 
He said, listen, you're going to have to turn, return unto me and you're going to have to get it out of my sight. Not your sight, not your neighbor's sight, not your wife or your spouse or your kinfolk. You're going to have to get it out of my sight. Repent of it. Turn from it. Hello? Everybody ought to say, oh, me right there. Because we all got things we need to get out of the Lord's sight. Ain't none of us walking on water. Ain't none of us our shadows healing folks as we walk by. We all realize tonight that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Amen. I had a preacher one time say, Preacher, you ought never say you sin. I said, What do you want me to do? Lie to the folks? Oh, you should never admit you sin. You'll stay lost. And thou shalt swear, the Lord liveth in truth, in judgment, and in righteousness, and in the nations shall bless themselves in him. Hello? You know how America's going to bless themselves? They better put the Ten Commandments back on the courthouse wall. They better put in the school system prayer. Hello, Pledge of Allegiance would be good. Amen. To put it back to school, make it mandatory. By the way, do you know what's in the North Carolina house right now trying to get it passed? Does anybody know? Anybody keeping up with it? You will not be able to tell no children nothing about their sex, nothing about their religion, one way or another. You can't influence them whatsoever. And they're wanting that mandated as a law right here in the Bible Belt of North Carolina. Hello, are we going to stand for that? <laughs> no, we shouldn't. <laughs> the nation shall bless themselves in him, and in him shall they glory. Boy, wouldn't it be good to see him come and really give God the glory in the House of Representatives, in the Senate, in the White House. Wouldn't it be good if our congressmen down here, if our state legislators down here, truly, not this fake stuff they've been given, say amen. For thus saith the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem, break up your fallow ground, and sow not among thorns. Hello! I'm about to preach. Now listen to what he said in verse 4. Circumcise yourself. Get right with God yourself. Hello to the Lord and take away the foreskin of your heart. Change your heart. Lord God, I'm about to preach now. I'm getting excited. You know the trouble with the churches is we've lost the power of the Holy Ghost in the church anymore. Amen. When's the last put your feet up on the pew because it got hot in the house of God? Amen. <laughs> When's the last time Holy Ghost scared you? Acts chapter number 9. Up there in the little church that night, grown up saying, what's going on in here? You ought to have been there that night, Kristen. You would have got scared. I'm talking about people been in this church ever since the church was founded and they got scared. What's going on in here? 
I said, have you never seen a movement of the Holy Ghost of God? People in the altar crying their hearts out, slinging snot, shouting and running. Amen. People getting right with God. What happened to the power of the Holy Ghost in God's house? Hey, it ain't in the furniture. It ain't in the carpet. If it's in God's house, it's in you. Amen. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord. Take away the foreskin of your hearts, ye men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my fury come forth like fire and burn. Notice that, that none can quench it because of the evil of your doings. God help America. Declare ye in Judah and publish in Jerusalem and say, Blow ye the trumpet in the land. Cry, gather together and say, Assemble yourselves and let us go into the defense cities. Hey, church, set up the standard toward Zion. Retire, stay not, for I will bring evil from the north and a great destruction. One of these days he's going to step out. And it's going to be time no more. Hey church. It's time we get fired up. It's time we get ready to go. It's time we quit playing games. It's time we get the Holy Ghost. Back in the house of God. If he's coming. He's going to come in you. He ain't coming in the pews. He's coming in you. I'm glad the rocks don't have to cry out yet. There might be a day before we get out of here that rocks have to cry out. Hey, I wonder how the service would go that day. Woo! I'd like to be here and hear the rocks go to crying out. I tell you what, I believe a lot of people fall on their face that day. I believe they'd get humble that day. Amen. One of these big rocks go to screaming out. This little woman right here, I don't know how many's ever seen her. Look right here. See this little body? See this songbook and this bonnet? See her little legs and her stool down here? What if that little woman jumped off that wall and went to shout and ran around the church? What'd you do then? Hey, I feel like preaching tonight. Don't you love God tonight? America, you need to get back. He's talking about the south of Israel. Amen. What is Israel? The church, isn't it? Woo! Chapter 4, verse 19. My bowels. My bowels. I'm painted at my very heart. My heart maketh a noise in me. I cannot hold my peace because thou hast heard Oh, my soul, the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war, destruction upon destruction is cried, for the whole land is full. Suddenly are my tents full and my curtains in a moment. How long shall I see the standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? Now listen, for my people is foolish. They have not known me. They are Scottish children and they have none understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good they have no knowledge. Oh, my church, doesn't that sound like America today? 
They don't have no knowledge about doing good. Oh, we're doing good. We don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Can I say this? Every time anybody ever told me the truth, that hurt my feelings. Amen. Now think about it. You ever had anybody say, boy, you done good this time? How many ever had that said about you? You know how, what I think when I hear that? How bad did I do last time? I must have done real bad last time. Right? Now think about it. How good are you tonight in Christ? If the standard is this book, how do you measure up? How does America measure up? How does the church measure up? How does charity mission measure up? How's the pastor charity mission measure up? How's the congregation measure up? Mm, preacher, you're awful rough on us tonight. I don't want you to go to hell. I want you to make it through. I want you to hear, welcome thou good and faithful servant. Amen. This is Wednesday night. You're supposed to be the tough crowd. You're supposed to be able to take this kind of preaching, and I hope and pray you can. Amen. It might get tougher before it gets better. Chapter 5, verse 4. Therefore I said, surely these are poor, they are foolish, for they know not the way of the Lord, nor the judgment of their God. Are you in me? Say amen. The trouble of it is we know and we don't do anyhow. America knows and it's not doing Hello, the only time America's really religious is at election time. That's the only time you hear our elected officials really scream out, I'm a Christian. I go to church. If they don't teach you any better than what you're doing, I don't want to go to church with you. I don't want you to put your hand on the Bible. Listen, I don't want you to put your left hand on that Bible, raise your right hand, and say, I swear unto God, and then turn right around and sign something to kill babies, uh, take the courthouse uh, down to a lower level by taking the Ten Commandments off of it, taking prayer out. Don't do it. Uh, just don't put your hand on the Bible. Just stand there and tell the truth. I'm a lost individual. I know not God. But we'll do it, won't we? Jeremiah chapter number 5 verse 21, he said, Hear now this, O foolish people, and without understanding, which have eyes and see not, which have ears and hear not, fear ye not me, saith the Lord. Will ye not tremble at my presence, which have placed the sand for the bound of the sea, and a, by a perpetual decree that it cannot pass it, and though the waves thereof toss themselves, yet can they not prevail. Though they roar, yet can they not pass over it. Listen. But this people hath a revolting and a rebellious heart. They are revolted and gone. Neither say they in their Let us now fear the Lord, boys, at America. That's a lot of churches I could mention tonight. There ain't no fear of God in them. If they feared God, they wouldn't be ordaining the junk they're ordaining. 
They wouldn't be having the services they're having, making a shamble out of the house of God, making a mock word of God. Stay with me. And oh Lord God, me Jesus. Woo! Come a shout a while. Neither say they in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God that giveth rain both the former and the latter. In his season he reserveth us unto us the appointed week of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned away these things and your sins have withholden good things from you. Oh, God of heaven, hear us tonight. For among my people are found wicked men. They lay wait as he that set the snares. They set a trap. They catch men as a cage is full of birds. So are the houses full of deceit. Therefore they are become great and waxed rich. <laughs> Boy, isn't that the truth? Seems like the sorrier you are, the richer you get. Say amen right there. Seems like the sorrier the church is, the more money they have to deal with. Amen. A, a church out in the Midwest never mentions the word Jesus. They never mention the word blood. Oh, no, 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 no. It might offend somebody. They got a $13 million budget just because they won't tell the truth. I'll tell you what. I just seem to have no money for no budget and tell you the truth. Amen. If we have to turn the lights off and preach in the park, out there, daylight hours on, build a campfire out there somewhere to see to read by night, let me tell you the truth. The Lord is to be feared and greatly feared. The house of God is a place of reverence. Amen. This is not a jokester house. This is not a playhouse. This is not a house where you can come in half-dressed, uh, naked, showing your nakedness. This ain't a place to come in dressed all up in all your fine jewelry. This is a place to come worship. Woo! Somebody say it. They are wax fat. <laughs> they shine, yea, they are overpassed the deeds of the wicked. They judge not the cause, the cause of the fatherless, yet they prosper. And the right of the needy do they not judge. Shall I not visit for these things, saith the Lord? Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? Look out, America. A wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesize falsely, and the priests bear rule by their means, and my people love to have it so. Woo! And what will you do in the end thereof? I could name three or four churches tonight that changes pastors as they change their socks. Every time a pastor stands up and preaches the truth, Chris, they get rid of him. He preached, uh, uh, this friend of mine preached, hadn't been pastoring there maybe six months, uh, and he preached what a deacon should be. I mean, right out of the Bible. Apt to teach. Husband and one wife and these things. 
Guy hadn't been to church nine years come next Sunday and voted him out. Yeah, how's that possible? Been to church in nine years, you ain't got a vote. No, he was a deacon. Shouldn't be on the roll. He needs to get saved. Can't tell me you're saved. Ain't been to church in nine years. And they voted that man out. You know how many had since then? Probably 20. You know why? Because they want one that they like. They'll preach it the way they like it and they want it. You know one of them feel good? Pay your tithes and everything's hunky-dory. You know, don't get excited. We're not going to stand up against nothing. We're not going to vote against nothing. We're just going to go along with the flow. Whichever way it goes, we'll flow with it. If it goes to the sewer, we'll go to the sewer with it. We're not going to make waves. Let me tell you something. You got the wrong pastor here. I believe in making waves. Amen. Sin is sin. Whether it's big sin, little sin, sin is still sin. I'm going to up against it as long as I've got breath. Hey, preacher, are you are you so clean and whistle clean that you don't sin? No, 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 friend. I've sinned come short. I ain't afraid to admit it. You oughtn't to be too. Are you listening? The Lord was telling his people, you got unjust leaders in there. Are you with me? Unjust leaders. The prophets, they prophesy falsely. And the priests bear rule by their means. And my people love to have it so. And what will you do in the end thereof? Woo! Stay with me. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse number 10. He said, To whom shall I speak and give warning? that they may hear, behold, their ears is uncircumcised, and they cannot hearken. Behold, the word of the Lord is unto them a reproach. They have no delight in it. Mm. Are you with me? Verse 15, the Bible said, Were they ashamed when they had committed abominations? Nay. They were not at all ashamed. How can you stand in the house of God and not be ashamed of your sins? Let me tell you how it's possible. You ain't in the house of God. You may be in a building, but God ain't in there. Because if this book is our rule book. We can't go against the rules. And this rule book tells you and I how to live our life to be holy. Say amen. It's not what Dennis says. It's not what the free will Baptists say. It's what this book says that you must do and what you must not do. You know what I'm talking about tonight? They weren't ashamed. Are you with me? Say amen. They weren't ashamed at all. <laughs> Neither could they blush. My generation, Richard's generation, Randy's generation, Laura's generation, 
We were the generation that first saw a bra on television. I can still remember my grandmother Boyd blushing just as red as these pews when she saw, what was that woman's name? Was that Jane? They called her the full-figured woman. And they showed her bra. She was advertising a bra. And I can remember when they blushed at that. Now what have you got on television? And they don't even blush. Hey, church, I can remember when me and Chris would have been thrown out of church for our jokester. Oh, yeah. They, they took out a damn view on us telling jokes and cutting up and laughing. Oh, yeah. That wasn't so. And God forbid you ever raise your voice to your spouse in church. Man, you talking about a congregation turning red. Tell me about it, brother. I'd been right behind you. Yeah. What happened to us, church? Why don't we blush at the wrong things anymore? It's just like anything else. We see it so much, hear it so much, it becomes common. Right? Us, <laughs> church. God's trying to tell us through Jeremiah here tonight. We ought to blush at some things. I don't know if blushing and puking is the same thing, but there's some things in church that makes me want to puke. Call it church. Hello? There's some people that's standing behind the desk up there, the sacred desk supposed to be, makes me want to puke. Oh, yeah. I'd turn red-faced while I was puking, but I'd be puking at their stance on their life and say that God agrees with them. God has never, ever agreed with sin. Amen. Amen. Never will. Uh, At that time that I visit them, they shall be cast down, saith the Lord. Verse 16, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? Hello? And walk therein, Ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. That's where I'd scratch the dust off my feet. You ever go into church and they don't want to hear the truth? They scratch the dust off and leave. Hello? They don't want the truth. They sure don't want me. Amen. Hey, I preach a lot of places I ain't been asked back. All I've done is just scratch a little dust off and went on. You say, why didn't they ask you back? They don't want to hear the truth. They don't want hard preaching. They don't want truthful preaching. They don't want you to read the scripture that reveals their sin. They don't want that. They want a pastor that will just tickle their ears. Mm. <laughs> Stand ye in the way and see as ye walk in the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein. You shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. Also, I set watchmen over you, saying, Hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, We will not hearken. Therefore, hear, ye nations, and know, O congregation, what is among them. 
Hear, O earth, behold, I will bring evil upon this people, even the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor to my law, but rejected it. I don't know about you, but I'm tired. Isn't it sad that people want to say we're a church, but they don't want the truth? They don't want the power of demonstration of God's Word in their house. Preachers shouldn't sweat. Preachers shouldn't come out from behind the pulpit. Hello? I've been in them like that. (laughs) Yeah, man. Three got saved, and they still mad because my pocket was hanging out. Never mind did three souls come to know God that day. All they was concerned about was me looking dignified. Hello. Well, everybody knows me, knows I'm not really dignified looking. Are you with me? Read with me in Jeremiah 6 and verse number 10. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ears is uncircumcised, and they cannot hearken. Behold, the word of the Lord is unto them a reproach. They have no delight in it. Say amen. Now chapter 7, verse 1. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house, and proclaim there this word, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all ye of Judah that enter in at these gates to worship the Lord. Is he talking to church folk? Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Trust ye not in lying words, saying the temple of the Lord. Notice this. The temple of the Lord. The temple of the Lord are these. For if you thoroughly amend your ways and your doings, if you thoroughly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor, if you oppress not the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, and shed not innocent blood in this place, neither walk after other gods to your hurt, then will I cause you to dwell in this place, in the land that I give to your fathers forever and ever. Behold, you trust in lying words that cannot profit. You say, preacher, what is the message tonight? I'd have to say to us, there's some things that we need to cast out of God's sight. Even right here at Charity Mission, Free Will Baptist Church, we're not perfect. We're a long way from it, church. If we're not careful, the power of the Holy Ghost will slip through our fingers. If we're not really careful and come in here with our mind focused on God, with our mind focused on the Holy Ghost coming and sitting and speaking to every heart, listen to me carefully, I'm closing for tonight. It doesn't matter if they're saved or lost. God needs to speak to their heart. You say, preacher, what does he need to say to the lost? Come unto me. I will give you rest if you'll come. What does he need to say to the saved? Stay with me 
and continue in my rest. How many do you know tonight, listen carefully, let's say they know God, but they don't have any peace. They don't have any peace. I don't believe they're in tune with God. Oh, we all struggle. Now listen, every one of us has a weekday now and then. Every one of us has a day when we feel like we're a million miles away. And God is even further. But every day of your life shouldn't be that way to the children of God. If you feel that way every single day of your life, you need to use this altar. You need to call on God and say, God, I'm a guilty distance from you because I can't feel you. And God is going to speak to your heart. You may not even know how or why. Maybe it's not something you have done. Maybe it's something you haven't done that's keeping you from the peace. Church, I want to see somebody saved, don't you? And to get them saved, i got to get the saved on fire for God. We should come in here with praise and thanksgiving. We should come in here focused on giving God our full attention. We should come in here with nothing on our mind but sweet Holy Spirit of God, use me. Somehow, some way, God, use me. Use me, God, in such a manner that would bring glory to your name, Lord. If I have to stand on my head and gargle BBs, Lord, let it be so. If that's what you want, God. Lord, if I have to run the aisles and shout victory, let it be so. Long as it brings glory to your name and some soul will move on up a little closer. Some lost person will feel the Holy Spirit tugging at their lives. It lies within all of us. For the word said, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So if he's in there, let that greatness out. Let it out in a waved hand every once in a while. A shed tear, a shout of victory, a laugh of joy, ringing the bell, praying in the altar, whatever God would have you to do. Amen. Jeremiah's one in Israel and Judah. Do you want God to send those four things to you? Do I need to read them again? Death, a dog, the fowl, the beast. If you read on down through there tonight, he said, don't have no children in that land. Have you ever read that? He said, don't have none. He said, if you do, they're going to die. And he said, if they die, don't even bury them. Now, church, that's serious. When God says, don't even bury them, let the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field eat them. Why? Because you're out of the will of God. I told you not to have any children down there. Hello? But yet you went a whoring after other gods. Church, do we need a light show? I believe that's another God. Church, do we need a fog machine? I don't think so. You know what I know we need? The pure, unadulterated, preaching of God's holy word through power 
and demonstration that others can feel the Holy Spirit of conviction or the Holy Spirit of joy. Everybody stand. Everybody that's in agreement with my preaching tonight, come and pray for your church tonight and your pastor. Would you do that? If you don't agree with what I preach, stay in your seat. But if you agree that this church and every church needs those things, come. Bow on this altar tonight and pray. Pray the Holy Spirit of God be real in this place. To every person that would come and sit here could feel that sweet Holy Spirit of God. Would you please? Father, we're coming. We're bowed in an altar. Calling upon the name of Jesus. Lord, to hear our cries tonight. God, you warned Israel. You warned Judah. God, you give America warning after warning after warning. Seems like America's gone whoring after other gods. Seems like the church world's going whoring after other gods. So, Lord, please help Charity Mission, Free Will Baptist Church, Nebo, North Carolina. God, to stay in between Genesis and Revelation. We'd never get too far to the left nor too far to the right. But, Father, we'd stay on the straight and narrow. Lord God, that leads to everlasting life, Father. We pray for our church and our church family. God, there'd be a renewing of the Spirit of God in the people of God. That, Lord, the preaching, Lord, wouldn't scare them to death, but, God, it would give them a delight in their heart. Father, that they'd want to hear the Word of God unadulterated, not watered down, Lord, but God in the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit of God. So bless every heart that's here praying for their church and their pastor that, Father, we'll continue in your grace and, God, that you'll continue to bless with the Holy Spirit upon this place. Lord God, we ask it in Jesus' name for thy glory tonight, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.